This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 20th. You're listening to WNBF. The city of Binghamton's newly constructed Court Street Fire Station should be operational before spring. Fire trucks and other department vehicles were observed at the facility this week as the 20,000-square-foot structure is being prepared for use. City firefighters were getting acclimated to how things will work in their future home. The $8.5 million fire station is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just southeast of the city-owned Morabito Stadium. The department moved out of its quarters at City Hall in 2020 because of concerns that the deteriorating garage floor could collapse under the heavy weight of the fire trucks. The temporary fire headquarters operation has been housed in a former car dealership at Court and Carroll Streets. The new fire station has five drive through bays and a bunk area for 11 firefighters. The facility also has a kitchen, dining area, and decontamination room to prevent toxins from spreading throughout the station. City firefighters who have visited the new complex have indicated they're impressed with the facility. A Broome County man said work will continue to transform the old Red Robin Diner in Johnson City into a new restaurant. Tamor Khan of the town of Binghamton acquired the property at 268 Main Street last June for $210,000. The small diner building, which had been manufactured in New Jersey, has been a fixture at the corner of Main and Broad Streets for more than six decades. It originally operated on Conklin Avenue in Binghamton before it was moved to the Johnson City site. A large red and blue neon sign that had been part of the diner was removed by an Ohio man last summer. Khan told WMBF News that the effort to renovate the former diner is still in progress. Although some preliminary work was started inside the structure last fall, there's been no activity at the site in recent weeks. Khan said some adjustments have been made to the original design he had envisioned for the future business. Plans previously outlined to Johnson City officials indicated the new eatery would have seating for 24 people. Khan said there's no definite date yet for the opening of the new restaurant. He's revealed the name he intends to use for the business. An Oakdale Mall staple, the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, was forced to leave the Oakdale Commons earlier this week. Anthony Quagliata, owner of AJQ Sports Management and Marketing and founder of the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, received a little more than a month of notice from the Oakdale Commons that the local sports museum would have to relocate. He told WMBF News, they told us December 7th we had to get out by January 31st, and then two days later they told us we had to get out by January 15th, so we really had to scramble, but luckily the county came to our help, Federal Credit Union is actually storing some of our additional artifacts that we're not able to bring over to the arena. Rogers Trucking assisted us in the moving process, and we had a bunch of really great volunteers, most of them part of our program to begin with, that assisted us with the move. According to Quagliata, some leases in the Oakdale Commons had run out, and they were unofficially paying month-to-month to utilize the space they'd occupied for years. And now the Oakdale Commons has no space for the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. Quagliata is looking for a permanent location for the museum, but for now, many of the displays can be found on the first floor of the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena. On Wednesday, January 18th, members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force attempted to take Taekwon Brown, age 26, who was wanted for a homicide by the New York City Police Department and a violation of New York State parole warrant, into custody while he was operating a motor vehicle on Binghamton's east side. Brown fled this stop by driving in the direction of a police officer and across a front lawn of a residence and left the area at a high rate of speed. A short time after, Brown was involved in a motor vehicle accident in the area of Elderidge Street and Brandywine Avenue. The operator of the vehicle Brown collided with called 911 and advised which way Brown fled the accident on foot. 
A short time later, Brown was taken into custody by members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force on the railroad tracks nearby. As a result of the investigation, investigators located one loaded 9mm Ruger brand handgun, approximately 12.9 grams of fentanyl pills, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Taquan Brown of Brooklyn, New York, was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of attempted assault in the first degree, reckless endangerment in the first degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree, obstruction of governmental administration in the second degree, resisting arrest, and criminal trespass in the third degree. On January 18th, the Johnson City Police Department arrested Jericho J. Thomas, age 19, for assault in the second degree, petty larceny, and resisting arrests. Thomas is accused of stealing merchandise from a store in the village and fleeing from loss prevention. Johnson City officers responded and located Thomas at a nearby location, encountered him, and attempted to place him under arrest. Thomas began to fight and struggle with the officer during the struggle, caused injuries to the officer's arm and shoulder that required medical treatment. The officer is still recovering, and the injuries may require additional treatment. Thomas was processed and taken to central arraignment, where he was released in compliance with New York State bail reform laws. A search is underway after a small plane disappeared near a New York suburban airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says preliminary information indicates the pilot of the single-engine Beechcraft A36 reported engine troubles about a mile from the Westchester County Airport around 6.15 p.m. Thursday. The FAA says the plane was flying from New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport to the Cuyahoga County Airport in Richmond Heights, Ohio. With an unknown number of people aboard, emergency responders are combing woods and a reservoir near the airport. A Florida judge has sanctioned former President Donald Trump and one of his attorneys, ordering them to pay nearly $1 million for filing a bogus lawsuit against Trump's 2016 rival Hillary Clinton. In a scathing decision Thursday, U.S. District Judge Donald Middlebrooks accuses Trump of filing frivolous lawsuits for political purposes in a pattern of abuse of the courts. Middlebrooks had already dismissed the suit Trump filed against Clinton, former top FBI officials and Democratic Party rejecting the former president's claims that they and others conspired to sink his winning presidential campaign by alleging ties to Russia. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow and rain in the forecast this morning. Mostly cloudy with a high near 41 degrees and a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 30 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, snow likely, mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 70% chance of snow. Sunday night, chance of snow, mostly cloudy with a low near 28 degrees, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF for News Breaks First, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use 
with non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. Your new this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. Good morning on this Friday, January 20th. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on US-11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 35 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 28 degrees. Today, showers likely, mainly between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Sunday night snow, a low near 31 degrees, chance of rain or chance of snow 90%. 6:14. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Mikhail Bridges scored 28 points. DeAndre Ayton had 24 points and 14 rebounds. And the Phoenix Suns held off the Brooklyn Nets 117-112 on Thursday night. Brooklyn fought back from 20 points down in the fourth quarter to make things tight in the final minute. Kyrie Irving, who scored 21 of his 30 points in the fourth quarter, hit a three-pointer to cut it to 113-110 with 10.9 seconds remaining. After the Suns hit a free throw, Nick Claxton's dunk with 7.4 seconds left made it 114-112, but that's as close as the Nets would get to taking the lead. Brooklyn has lost four straight. The Suns snapped a three-game losing streak. New York Knicks center Mitchell Robinson will miss at least three weeks after having surgery to repair a fractured right thumb. The Knicks said Robinson had the procedure Thursday at the hospital for special surgery a day after he was injured in a 116-105 loss to Washington. Robinson played just nine minutes in the game before leaving with what the Knicks said was a sprain, but they revealed it was a fracture when announcing that he had undergone the surgery and would be reevaluated in three weeks. Isaiah Hartenstein and Jericho Sims are the other centers behind the seven-foot Robinson, who's averaging 7.2 points and 8.9 rebounds. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo has passed Brooklyn's Kevin Durant for the All-Star Game voting lead among Eastern Conference players. That puts him on track to be a captain for the February 19th game in Salt Lake City. And Tedekumbo leads Durant by 132,000 votes among East players. LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers remains the overall voting leader with 6,500,000. If the order doesn't change, Tedekumbo and James will be captains. It would be the third time those players go head-to-head choosing their all-star rosters. Voting continues through Saturday. Some hockey news. Dylan Cozens scored 12 seconds into overtime, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the New York Islanders 3-2. to 
Alex Tuch and Victor Olofsson also scored for Buffalo, which had dropped five of six. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 24 stops. Cozens beat Islanders goalie Ilya Sorokin on a breakaway after Rasmus Dalen's floating pass sprung him for his 15th goal of the season. Brock Nelson and Matt Martin scored for New York, and Sorokin made 42 saves. The Islanders have lost seven of the past eight games. Some football news. A family spokesman for DeMar Hamlin tells the Associated Press the Buffalo Bills' safety still faces a long rehabilitation despite enjoying a remarkable recovery some three weeks after having to be resuscitated on the field during a game in Cincinnati. Jordan Rooney says Hamlin still requires oxygen and is having his heart monitored regularly to ensure there are no setbacks or after effects. Rooney provided the update to emphasize Hamlin still faces hurdles since being just discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center on January 11th and began making regular visits to the Bills' facility this week. Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati Bengals feel disrespected and during their AFC Divisional Round playoff game at Buffalo on Sunday. Josh Allen and the Bills feel driven in having overcome a long string of adversity this season. The teams meet three weeks after their regular season game was canceled, after Bills safety DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest and needed to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. The Bengals have won a franchise record nine straight games, with their last loss coming on Halloween. The Bills have won eight in a row. And Saquon Barkley recently studied the NFL record book as if he was preparing for a game. The New York Giants running back hopes to run his way to the top of those lists someday as one of the all-time best, but knows he needs to accomplish big things in both the regular season and postseason. The 25-year-old Barkley got his first taste of playoff football in his fifth season with the Giants, helping New York to a 31-24 victory in Minnesota last Sunday. Barkley could add to his growing Giants legacy Saturday night against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Some baseball news. Catcher Thomas Nito and the New York Mets agreed to a $3.7 million two-year contract. Nito gets $1.6 million and $2.1 million in 2024, and he can earn additional performance bonuses. The agreement supersedes a one-year deal for $1.5 million reached Friday before the scheduled exchange of proposed arbitration salaries. The 28-year-old hit .239 with 15 doubles, 3 homers, and 28 RBIs last season. He is expected to share time behind the plate behind Omar Narvaez, who agreed to a $15 million two-year contract as a free agent. Good signing for the Mets. Thomas Nito, a guy who's plenty good as a backup catcher, but not someone that you would keep on the roster over Francisco Alvarez. Should he start to live up to the hype as the top catching prospect in all of baseball? It's a good deal by the Mets. And former Yankees reliever now, Aroldis Chapman, is heading to the Royals on a one-year $3.75 million deal. So the Yankees lose their closer. Most Yankee fans are pretty happy. Aroldis Chapman has been hit or miss at times. Has driven Yankee fans just a little bit crazy in the ending of the games. 622 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. With corporate earnings reports and economic data hinting at a slowing economy, investors remain in sell mode. The Dow Jones gave up another 252 points on Thursday to close barely above 33,000. The Standard & Poor's 500 surrendered three-quarters of 1%. The Nasdaq Composite lost 1%. The Treasury Department is jumping through hoops to keep paying the government's bills now that the U.S. has hit its borrowing limit. Social Security recipients, military troops, and others will continue to get their money until at least early June. Capitol Hill lawmakers and the White House have until then to raise or suspend the $31 trillion debt ceiling. 
T-Mobile says data on 37 million customers, including addresses, phone numbers, and birth dates, has been stolen. The wireless carrier says an unidentified malicious hacker broke into the network in late November, a breach the company just discovered earlier this month. So far, it appears the theft did not include passwords. Jim Ryan, ABC News. When I first... It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool... And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Six twenty-six on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You want to start twenty twenty-three on the right foot? Then get to work on your brain. Here's six things to think about from my new book called Twelve Weeks to a Sharper You. One is nutrition. Skip the crash diet and just work on cutting back on sugar and salt. One meal at a time. That's it. Two, movement. It's the brain's only proven superfood. Walk more, choose stairs, and get up for two minutes of light activity every hour. Three is downtime. Take breaks during the day for some meditation or deep breathing. Four is sleep. Stop looking at screens a full hour before bed and prepare for a good night. Five is discovery. Ditch the solitary games and pick up a new hobby that involves other people. Which brings me to six, connection. We need social connection to thrive. Remember, health is a top-down project. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Six twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on US eleven in both directions between I eighty one North Tully and Scammell Road Lafayette. 
There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 28 degrees. Today, showers likely mainly between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 70% chance of rain. Sunday night, snow, a low near 31 degrees, chance of snow, 90%. 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Many remembering legendary rocker David Crosby, a triple threat singer, songwriter, and guitarist, died Thursday at the age of 81 after a long illness. His CSNY bandmate Graham Nash writing on Instagram that although people focused on the volatility in their relationship, what mattered to them most was the pure joy of the music they created together. Beach Boy Brian Wilson writes on Twitter that he's heartbroken, calling Crosby an unbelievable talent. David Crosby was 81. Hard to believe, but Nicolas Cage has never starred in a Western until now. Tell me the names of the men who did this. The Old Way features Cage as a ruthless killer, hell-bent on revenge, with his tween daughter in tow. And he tells us he's also surprised he's never saddled up until now. You're going to pay me to uh, dress the way I like to dress and wear a cowboy hat and homage some of my favorite movie stars? Well, hell yeah, I'm there. My my stomach grumbles like anyone else's, you know. And happy birthday, Questlove. The band-leading drummer is 52 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News. Hollywood. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. If you Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 20th. You're listening to WNBF. The city of Binghamton's newly constructed Court Street Fire Station should be operational before spring. Fire trucks and other department vehicles were observed at the facility this week as the 20,000-square-foot structure is being prepared for use. City firefighters were getting acclimated to how things will work in their future home. The $8.5 million fire station is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just southeast of the city-owned Morabito Stadium. The department moved out of its quarters at City Hall in 2020 because of concerns that the deteriorating garage floor could collapse under the heavy weight of the fire trucks. 
The temporary fire headquarters operation has been housed in a former car dealership at Court and Carroll Streets. The new fire station has five drive-through bays and a bunk area for 11 firefighters. The facility also has a kitchen, dining area, and decontamination room to prevent toxins from spreading throughout the station. City firefighters who have visited the new complex have indicated they're impressed with the facility. A Broome County man said work will continue to transform the old Red Robin Diner in Johnson City into a new restaurant. Tamor Khan of the town of Binghamton acquired the property at 268 Main Street last June for $210,000. The small diner building, which had been manufactured in New Jersey, has been a fixture at the corner of Main and Broad Streets for more than six decades. It originally operated on Conklin Avenue in Binghamton before it was moved to the Johnson City site. A large red and blue neon sign that had been part of the diner was removed by an Ohio man last summer. Khan told WMBF News that the effort to renovate the former diner is still in progress. Although some preliminary work was started inside the structure last fall, there's been no activity at the site in recent weeks. Khan said some adjustments have been made to the original design he had envisioned for the future business. Plans previously outlined to Johnson City officials indicated the new eatery would have seating for 24 people. Khan said there's no definite date yet for the opening of the new restaurant. He's revealed the name he intends to use for the business. In Oakdale Mall staple, the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum was forced to leave the Oakdale Commons earlier this week. Anthony Quagliata, owner of AJQ Sports Management and Marketing and founder of the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, received a little more than a month of notice from the Oakdale Commons that the local sports museum would have to relocate. He told WMBF News, they told us December 7th we had to get out by January 31st, and then two days later they told us we had to get out by January 15th, so we really had to scramble, but luckily the county came to our help. Vision's Federal Credit Union is actually storing some of our additional artifacts that we're not able to bring over to the arena. Rogers Trucking assisted us in the moving process, and we had a bunch of really great volunteers, most of them part of our program to begin with, that assisted us with the move. According to Quagliata, some leases in the Oakdale Commons had run out, and they were unofficially paying month-to-month to utilize the space they'd occupied for years. And now the Oakdale Commons has no space for the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. Quagliata is looking for a permanent location for the museum, but for now, many of the displays can be found on the first floor of the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena. On Wednesday, January 18th, members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force attempted to take Taekwon Brown, age 26, who was wanted for a homicide by the New York City Police Department and a violation of New York State parole warrant, into custody while he was operating a motor vehicle on Binghamton's east side. Brown fled this stop by driving in the direction of a police officer and across a front lawn of a residence and left the area at a high rate of speed. A short time after, Brown was involved in a motor vehicle accident in the area of Eldridge Street and Brandywine Avenue. The operator of the vehicle Brown collided with called 911 and advised which way Brown fled the accident on foot. A short time later, Brown was taken into custody by members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force on the railroad tracks nearby. As a result of the investigation, investigators located one loaded 9mm Ruger brand handgun, approximately 12.9 grams of fentanyl pills, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Taquan Brown of Brooklyn, New York, was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of attempted assault in the first degree, reckless endangerment in the first degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, 
criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree, obstruction of governmental administration in the second degree, resisting arrest, and criminal trespass in the third degree. On January 18th, the Johnson City Police Department arrested Jericho J. Thomas, age 19, for assault in the second degree, petty larceny, and resisting arrest. Thomas is accused of stealing merchandise from a store in the village and fleeing from loss prevention. Johnson City officers responded and located Thomas at a nearby location, encountered him, and attempted to place him under arrest. Thomas began to fight and struggle with the officer during the struggle, caused injuries to the officer's arm and shoulder that required medical treatment. The officer is still recovering, and the injuries may require additional treatment. Thomas was processed and taken to central arraignment, where he was released in compliance with New York State bail reform laws. A search is underway after a small plane disappeared near a New York suburban airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says preliminary information indicates the pilot of the single-engine Beechcraft A36 reported engine troubles about a mile from the Westchester County Airport around 6.15 p.m. Thursday. The FAA says the plane was flying from New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport to the Cuyahoga County Airport in Richmond Heights, Ohio, with an unknown number of people aboard. Emergency responders are combing woods and a reservoir near the airport. A Florida judge has sanctioned former President Donald Trump and one of his attorneys, ordering them to pay nearly $1 million for filing a bogus lawsuit against Trump's 2016 rival Hillary Clinton. In a scathing decision Thursday, U.S. District Judge Donald Middlebrooks accuses Trump of filing frivolous lawsuits for political purposes in a pattern of abuse of the courts. Middlebrooks had already dismissed the suit Trump filed against Clinton. Former top FBI officials and Democratic Party rejecting the former president's claims that they and others conspired to sink his winning presidential campaign by alleging ties to Russia. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow and rain in the forecast this morning. Mostly cloudy with a high near 41 degrees and a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 30 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, snow likely, mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 70% chance of snow. Sunday night, chance of snow, mostly cloudy with a low near 28 degrees, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF for News Breaks First, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Winter. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Something got released today. AP News' list of top 25 movies of 2022. And it certainly left me realizing that I haven't been to the movies in forever. 
Because I have not seen a single movie on this list. Uh, number one, The Banshees of Inisherin. Pretty sure that's a Colin Farrell movie. I think it takes place in Ireland. I've at least seen that. It's, it's at least on my list. As is Top Gun Maverick at number seven. And Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery at number ten. Elvis, 14. Avatar The Way of Water, 16. That's a little bit surprising that it's so low. I believe it's closing in on $2 billion at the box office. So I'm starting to think this list may favor kind of those artsy films that you have to watch like 15 times before you understand what it's actually about. But I haven't been in the movies all year. I haven't seen one of these. Not even on, like, streaming services. Months later when it comes out, I still haven't seen any of them. So I gotta do that better in 2023. Gotta go see the movies. 644, you're listening to WMBF. Six forty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're gonna have some tree trimming on US eleven in both directions between I eighty one North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one way traffic with flaggers today from seven AM to three PM. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about thirty five degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at twenty eight degrees. Today, showers likely, mainly between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Sunday night snow, a low near 31 degrees, chance of snow 90%. 649, you're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 6.51 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. If you've shared your Netflix password with someone outside your home, the free ride is over. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system. Get a -a one-of-a-kind financing program at netsuite.com slash Kim. There's no telling how many watch Netflix for free on a shared password. Until now, Netflix didn't care. But Netflix is a victim of its own success. It poured billions into high-quality original movies and series, which forced Apple Plus, Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, HBO Max, Disney Plus, and all the others to do the same. The result? Streaming wars, followed by consumer overload. Nobody can afford all the services. Netflix has suffered the deepest subscriber cancellations ever. Their only hope? Monetize every viewer. No more password sharing. Everyone has to pay, effective this year. How they're going to do it, they haven't said. And they probably don't even know yet. The Internet is a very dangerous place. Be tech aware and get my longer daily podcast called Kim Commando Today. Hey, friends, if you're 55 and up and you've been looking for a wireless plan that's custom made to fit your life, 
Look no further than T-Mobile with their exclusive 55-plus rate plans. You save 50% versus both AT&T and Verizon's unlimited plans. Get two lines for $27.50 a line with AutoPay, and you'll know that T-Mobile won't raise your rate for talk, text, or data ever thanks to the T-Mobile price lock guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Get two lines of unlimited on T-Mobile's network for $27.50 a line with AutoPay with price lock included. Go to T-Mobile.com slash 55 or call 1-800-T-MOBILE to switch today. Plus taxes and fees without auto pay $5 more per line. Price lock exclusions like taxes, fees, promos, and third-party services apply. Qualifying service required. Customers on this plan may notice speeds lower than other customers and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video typically streams in SD. See T-Mobile.com for details. Hi, it's... on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Mikael Bridges scored 28 points. DeAndre Ayton had 24 points and 14 rebounds. And the Phoenix Suns held off the Brooklyn Nets 117-112 on Thursday night. Brooklyn fought back from 20 points down in the fourth quarter to make things tight in the final minute. Kyrie Irving, who scored 21 of his 30 points in the fourth quarter, hit a three-pointer to cut it to 113-110 with 10.9 seconds remaining. After the Suns hit a free throw, Nick Claxton's dunk with 7.4 seconds made it 114-112. But that's as close as the Nets would get to taking the lead. Brooklyn has lost four straight. The Suns snapped a three-game losing streak. New York Knicks center Mitchell Robinson will miss at least three weeks after having surgery to repair a fractured right thumb. The Knicks said Robinson had the procedure Thursday at the hospital for special surgery a day after he was injured in a 116-105 loss to Washington. Robinson played just nine minutes in the game before leaving with what the Knicks said was a sprain, but they revealed it was a fracture when announcing that he had undergone the surgery and would be reevaluated in three weeks. Isaiah Hartenstein and Jericho Sims are the other centers behind the seven-foot Robinson, who's averaging 7.2 points and 8.9 rebounds. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo has passed Brooklyn's Kevin Durant for the All-Star Game voting lead among Eastern Conference players. That puts him on track to be a captain for the February 19th game in Salt Lake City. And Ted Akumbo leads Durant by 132,000 votes among East players. LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers remains the overall voting leader with 6,500,000 votes. If the order doesn't change and Ted Akumbo and James will be captains, it would be the third time those players go head-to-head choosing their all-star rosters. Voting continues through Saturday. Some hockey action. Dylan Cozen scored 12 seconds into overtime, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the New York Islanders 3-2. Alex Tuch and Victor Olofsson also scored for Buffalo, which had dropped 5 of 6. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 24 stops. Cozens beat Islanders goalie Ilya Sorokin on a breakaway after Rasmus Dalen's floating pass sprung him for his 15th goal of the season. Brock Nelson and Matt Martin scored for New York, and Sorokin made 42 saves. The Islanders have lost 7 of their past 8 games. A family spokesman for DeMar Hamlin tells the Associated Press the Buffalo Bills' safety still faces a long rehabilitation despite enjoying a remarkable recovery, some three weeks after having to be resuscitated on the field during a game in Cincinnati. Jordan Rooney says Hamlin still requires oxygen and is having his heart monitored regularly to ensure there are no setbacks or after-effects. Rooney provided the update to emphasize Hamlin still faces hurdles since being discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center on January 11th and began making regular visits to the Bills facility this week. 
and Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati Bengals feel disrespected entering their AFC Divisional Round playoff game at Buffalo on Sunday. Josh Allen and the Bills feel driven in having overcome a long string of adversity this season. The teams meet three weeks after their regular season game was canceled. The Bengals won, have won a franchise record nine straight games and their last loss coming on Halloween. The Bills have won eight in a row. That should be a good playoff game. Saquon Barkley recently studied the NFL record book as if he were preparing for a game. The New York Giants running back hopes to find, run his way to the top of those lists someday as one of the best all time, but knows he needs to accomplish big things in both the regular season and postseason. The 25-year-old Barkley got his first taste of playoff football in his fifth season with the Giants while helping New York to a 31-24 victory in Minnesota last Sunday. Barkley could add to his growing Giants legacy Saturday night against the Eagles in Philadelphia. A big weekend of playoff football action. The Bills favored in their game by 5.5 points. The Giants underdogs. At 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. Attention. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Got two more hours to go before Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now. Coming up next, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 20th. You're listening to WNBF. The city of Binghamton's newly constructed Court Street Fire Station should be operational before spring. Fire trucks and other department vehicles were observed at the facility this week as the 20,000 square foot structure is being prepared for use. City firefighters were getting acclimated to how things will work in their future home. The $8.5 million fire station is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just southeast of the city-owned Morabito Stadium. The department moved out of its quarters at City Hall in 2020 because of concerns that the deteriorating garage floor could collapse under the heavy weight of the fire trucks. The temporary fire headquarters operation has been housed in a former car dealership at Court and Carroll Streets. The new fire station has five drive through bays and a bunk area for 11 firefighters. The facility also has a kitchen, dining area, and decontamination room to prevent toxins from spreading throughout the station. City firefighters who have visited the new complex have indicated they're impressed with the facility. A Broome County man said work will continue to transform the old Red Robin Diner in Johnson City into a new restaurant. Tamor Khan of the town of Binghamton acquired the property at 268 Main Street last June for $210,000. The small diner building, which had been manufactured in New Jersey, has been a fixture at the corner of Main and Broad Streets for more than six decades. It originally operated on Conklin Avenue in Binghamton before it was moved to the Johnson City site. A large red and blue neon sign that had been part of the diner was removed by an Ohio man last summer. Khan told WMBF News that the effort to renovate the former diner is still in progress. Although some preliminary work was started inside the structure last fall, there's been no activity at the site in recent weeks. Khan said some adjustments have been made to the original design he had envisioned for the future business. Plans previously outlined to Johnson City officials indicated the new eatery would have seating for 24 people. Khan said there's no definite date yet for the opening of the new restaurant. He's revealed the name he intends to use for the business. 
An Oakdale Mall staple, the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum was forced to leave the Oakdale Commons earlier this week. Anthony Quagliata, owner of AJQ Sports Management and Marketing and founder of the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, received a little more than a month of notice from the Oakdale Commons that the local sports museum would have to relocate. He told WMBF News, they told us December 7th we had to get out by January 31st, and then two days later they told us we had to get out by January 15th, so we really had to scramble, but luckily the county came to our help. Vision's Federal Credit Union is actually storing some of our additional artifacts that we're not able to bring over to the arena. Rogers Trucking assisted us in the moving process, and we had a bunch of really great volunteers, most of them part of our program to begin with, that assisted us with the move. According to Quagliata, some leases in the Oakdale Commons had run out, and they were unofficially paying month-to-month to utilize the space they'd occupied for years. And now the Oakdale Commons has no space for the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. Quagliata is looking for a permanent location for the museum, but for now, many of the displays can be found on the first floor of the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena. On Wednesday, January 18th, members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force attempted to take Taekwon Brown, age 26, who was wanted for a homicide by the New York City Police Department and a violation of New York State parole warrant, into custody while he was operating a motor vehicle on Binghamton's east side. Brown fled this stop by driving in the direction of a police officer and across a front lawn of a residence and left the area at a high rate of speed. A short time after, Brown was involved in a motor vehicle accident in the area of Eldridge Street and Brandywine Avenue. The operator of the vehicle Brown collided with called 911 and advised which way Brown fled the accident on foot. A short time later, Brown was taken into custody by members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force on the railroad tracks nearby. As a result of the investigation, investigators located one loaded 9mm Ruger brand handgun, approximately 12.9 grams of fentanyl pills, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Taquan Brown of Brooklyn, New York, was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of attempted assault in the first degree, reckless endangerment in the first degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree, obstruction of governmental administration in the second degree, resisting arrest, and criminal trespass in the third degree. On January 18th, the Johnson City Police Department arrested Jericho J. Thomas, age 19, for assault in the second degree, petty larceny, and resisting arrests. Thomas is accused of stealing merchandise from a store in the village and fleeing from loss prevention. Johnson City officers responded and located Thomas at a nearby location, encountered him, and attempted to place him under arrest. Thomas began to fight and struggle with the officer during the struggle, caused injuries to the officer's arm and shoulder that required medical treatment. The officer is still recovering, and the injuries may require additional treatment. Thomas was processed and taken to central arraignment, where he was released in compliance with New York State bail reform laws. A search is underway after a small plane disappeared near a New York suburban airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says preliminary information indicates the pilot of the single-engine Beechcraft A36 reported engine troubles about a mile from the Westchester County Airport around 6.15 p.m. Thursday. The FAA says the plane was flying from New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport to the Cuyahoga County Airport in Richmond Heights, Ohio. With an unknown number of people aboard, emergency responders are combing woods and a reservoir near the airport. A Florida judge has sanctioned former President Donald Trump and one of his attorneys, ordering them to pay nearly $1 million for filing a bogus lawsuit against Trump's 2016 rival Hillary Clinton. 
In a scathing decision Thursday, U.S. District Judge Donald Middlebrooks accuses Trump of filing frivolous lawsuits for political purposes in a pattern of abuse of the courts. Middlebrooks had already dismissed the suit Trump filed against Clinton, former top FBI officials and Democratic Party rejecting the former president's claims that they and others conspired to sink his winning presidential campaign by alleging ties to Russia. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow and rain in the forecast this morning. Mostly cloudy with a high near 41 degrees and a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 30 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, snow likely, mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 70% chance of snow. Sunday night, chance of snow, mostly cloudy with a low near 28 degrees, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF for News Breaks First, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. I'm Mark. Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on US 11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 35 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 28 degrees. Today, showers likely, mainly between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees. Chance of rain, 70%. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees. Chance of rain, 30%. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Sunday night snow, a low near 31 degrees, chance of snow 90%. 7.14, you're listening to WMBF. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Sure. So 
717 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Mikael Bridges scored 28 points. DeAndre Ayton had 24 points and 14 rebounds. And the Phoenix Suns held off the Brooklyn Nets 117 to 112 on Thursday night. Brooklyn fought back from 20 points down in the fourth quarter to make things tight in the final minute. Kyrie Irving, who scored 21 of his 30 points in the fourth quarter, hit a three-pointer to cut it to 113-110 with 10.9 seconds remaining. After the Suns hit a free throw, Nick Claxton's dunk with 7.4 seconds made it 114-112. But that's as close as the Nets would get to taking the lead. Brooklyn has lost four straight. The Suns snapped a three-game losing streak. New York Knicks center Mitchell Robinson will miss at least three weeks after having surgery to repair a fractured right thumb. The Knicks said Robinson had the procedure Thursday at the hospital for special surgery, a day after he was injured in a 116-105 loss to Washington. Robinson played just nine minutes in the game before leaving with what the Knicks said was a sprain, but they revealed it was a fracture when announcing that he had undergone the surgery and would be reevaluated in three weeks. Isaiah Hartenstein and Jericho Sims are the other centers behind the seven-foot Robinson, who's averaging 7.2 points and 8.9 rebounds per game. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo has passed Brooklyn's Kevin Durant for the All-Star Game voting lead among Eastern Conference players. That puts him on track to be a captain for the February 19th game in Salt Lake City. Antetokounmpo leads Durant by 132,000 votes among East players. LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers remains the overall voting leader with 6,500,000 votes. If the order doesn't change, Antetokounmpo and James will be captains. It would be the third time those players go head-to-head choosing their all-star rosters. Voting continues through Saturday. Some hockey action, Dylan Cozen scored 12 seconds into overtime, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the New York Islanders 3-2. Alex Tuch and Victor Olofsson also scored for Buffalo, which had dropped 5 of 6. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 24 stops. Cozens beat Islanders goalie Ilya Sorokin on a breakaway after Rasmus Dalen's floating pass sprung him for his 15th goal of the season. Brock Nelson and Matt Martin scored for New York, and Sorokin made 42 saves. The Islanders have lost 7 of the past 8 games. A family spokesman for DeMar Hamlin tells the Associated Press the Buffalo Bills' safety still faces a long rehabilitation despite enjoying a remarkable recovery some three weeks after having to be resuscitated on the field during a game in Cincinnati. Jordan Rooney says Hamlin still requires oxygen and is having his heart monitored regularly to ensure there are no setbacks or after-effects. Rooney provided the update to emphasize Hamlin still faces hurdles since being discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center on January 11th and began making regular visits to the Bills' facility this week. Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati Bengals feel disrespected entering their AFC Divisional Round playoff game at Buffalo on Sunday. Josh Allen and the Bills feel driven and having overcome a long string of adversity this season. The teams meet three weeks after their regular season game was canceled, after Bills safety DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest on the field. The Bengals have won a franchise record nine straight games, with their last loss coming on Halloween. The Bills have won eight in a row. Saquon Barkley recently studied the NFL record book as if he were preparing for a game. The New York Giants running back hopes to run his way to the top of those lists someday as one of the all-time best, but knows he needs to accomplish big things in the regular season and postseason. The 25-year-old Barkley got his first taste of playoff football in his fifth season with the Giants, while helping New York to a 31-24 victory in Minnesota last Sunday. Barkley could add to his growing Giants legacy Saturday night against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Bit of baseball news. Catcher Thomas Nito and the New York Mets agreed to a $3.7 million two-year contract. 
Nito gets $1.6 million and $2.1 million in 2024, and he can earn additional performance bonuses. The agreement supersedes a one-year deal for $1.5 million reached Friday before the scheduled exchange of proposed arbitration salaries. The 28-year-old hit 239 with 15 doubles, 3 homers, and 28 RBIs last season. He's expected to share time behind the plate behind Omar Narvaez, who agreed to a $15 million two-year contract as a free agent. Good signing by the Mets. Nice to have a guy like Thomas Nito as a backup catcher and potentially your third catcher. Once Francisco Alvarez, former Binghamton Rumble Pony star, bursts onto the scene full-time. And now former Yankees reliever Araldis Chapman is heading to the Kansas City Royals on a one-year $3.75 million deal. The Yankee fans excited about that. Over his time with the Yankees, Chapman had a knack for getting into rough situations in the bottom of the ninth inning. Uh, sometimes control was an issue in those games. Now, Clay Holmes and Jonathan Loisega likely to share some of the closing responsibilities for the Yankees next year. 722 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. With corporate earnings reports and economic data hinting at a slowing economy, investors remain in sell mode. The Dow Jones gave up another 252 points on Thursday to close barely above 33,000. The Standard & Poor's 500 surrendered three-quarters of 1%. The Nasdaq Composite lost 1%. The Treasury Department is jumping through hoops to keep paying the government's bills now that the U.S. has hit its borrowing limit. Social Security recipients, military troops, and others will continue to get their money until at least early June. Capitol Hill lawmakers in the White House have until then to raise or suspend the $31 trillion debt ceiling. T-Mobile says data on 37 million customers, including addresses, phone numbers, and birth dates, has been stolen. The wireless carrier says an unidentified malicious hacker broke into the network in late November, a breach the company just discovered earlier this month. So far, it appears the theft did not include passwords. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Seven twenty-six on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your political insights from ABC News. A Florida federal judge says Donald Trump and his lawyer's lawsuit claiming Hillary Clinton and former Justice Department officials conspired against him in the 2016 campaign had no reasonable legal claim that it wasted the court and the defendant's time. The judge fining the former president and attorney for nearly a million in sanctions, saying the former president has a pattern of abusing the courts to serve political purposes and then listed several other failed Trump lawsuits. There was a Confederate Heroes Day in Texas, and Black Caucus State Representative Jarvis Johnson says he hopes it's the last. It's rooted in ignorance, and and we need to high time for us to get rid of uh, this particular holiday. President Biden breaking his silence on those classified papers. We found a handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. We immediately turned them over to the archives of the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating and looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. Andy Field, ABC News. Join Mark. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban 
or rural. You must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Jackson here. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on US-11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scamill Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees and overcast. Windchill has it at 28 degrees. Today, showers likely, mainly between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees, 70% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Sunday night, snow, a low near 31 degrees, chance of snow 90%. 7.30, you're listening to WMBF. Funny, does WMBF. 7.31 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Many remembering legendary rocker David Crosby, a triple threat singer, songwriter, and guitarist, died Thursday at the age of 81 after a long illness. His CSNY bandmate Graham Nash writing on Instagram that although people focused on the volatility in their relationship, what mattered to them most was the pure joy of the music they created together. Beach Boy Brian Wilson writes on Twitter that he's heartbroken, calling Crosby an unbelievable talent. David Crosby was 81. Hard to believe, but Nicolas Cage has never starred in a Western until now. Tell me the names of the men who do this. The Old Way features Cage as a ruthless killer, hell-bent on revenge, with his tween daughter in tow. And he tells us he's also surprised he's never saddled up until now. You're going to pay me to uh, dress the way I like to dress and wear a cowboy hat and homage some of my favorite movie stars? Well, hell yeah, I'm there. My, my stomach grumbles like anyone else's, you know. And happy birthday, Questlove. The band-leading drummer is 52 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News. Hollywood. You want. It feels like you're frozen, petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, If you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. You're one. 
where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 20th. You're listening to WNBF. The city of Binghamton's newly constructed Court Street Fire Station should be operational before spring. Fire trucks and other department vehicles were observed at the facility this week as the 20,000-square-foot structure is being prepared for use. City firefighters were getting acclimated to how things will work in their future home. The $8.5 million fire station is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just southeast of the city-owned Morabito Stadium. The department moved out of its quarters at City Hall in 2020 because of concerns that the deteriorating garage floor could collapse under the heavy weight of the fire trucks. The temporary fire headquarters operation has been housed in a former car dealership at Court and Carroll Streets. The new fire station has five drive through bays and a bunk area for 11 firefighters. The facility also has a kitchen, dining area, and decontamination room to prevent toxins from spreading throughout the station. City firefighters who have visited the new complex have indicated they're impressed with the facility. A Broome County man said work will continue to transform the old Red Robin Diner in Johnson City into a new restaurant. Tamor Khan of the town of Binghamton acquired the property at 268 Main Street last June for $210,000. The small diner building, which had been manufactured in New Jersey, has been a fixture at the corner of Main and Broad Streets for more than six decades. It originally operated on Conklin Avenue in Binghamton before it was moved to the Johnson City site. A large red and blue neon sign that had been part of the diner was removed by an Ohio man last summer. Khan told WMBF News that the effort to renovate the former diner is still in progress. Although some preliminary work was started inside the structure last fall, there's been no activity at the site in recent weeks. Khan said some adjustments have been made to the original design he had envisioned for the future business. Plans previously outlined to Johnson City officials indicated the new eatery would have seating for 24 people. Khan said there's no definite date yet for the opening of the new restaurant. He's revealed the name he intends to use for the business. An Oakdale Mall staple, the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, was forced to leave the Oakdale Commons earlier this week. Anthony Quagliata, owner of AJQ Sports Management and Marketing and founder of the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, received a little more than a month of notice from the Oakdale Commons that the local sports museum would have to relocate. He told WMBF News, they told us December 7th we had to get out by January 31st, and then two days later they told us we had to get out by January 15th, so we really had to scramble, but luckily the county came to our help. Vision's Federal Credit Union is actually storing some of our additional artifacts that we're not able to bring over to the arena. Rogers Trucking assisted us in the moving process, and we had a bunch of really great volunteers, most of them part of our program to begin with, that assisted us with the move. According to Quagliata, some leases in the Oakdale Commons had run out, and they were unofficially paying month-to-month to utilize the space they'd occupied for years. And now the Oakdale Commons has no space for the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. Quagliata is looking for a permanent location for the museum, but for now, many of the displays can be found on the first floor of the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena. On Wednesday, January 18th, members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force attempted to take Taekwon Brown, age 26, who was wanted for a homicide by the New York City Police Department and a violation of New York State parole warrant, into custody while he was operating a motor vehicle on Binghamton's east side. Brown fled this stop by driving in the direction of a police officer and across a front lawn of a residence and left the area at a high rate of speed. A short time after, Brown was involved in a motor vehicle accident in the area of Eldridge Street and Brandywine Avenue. The operator of the vehicle Brown collided with called 911 and advised which way Brown fled the accident on foot. 
A short time later, Brown was taken into custody by members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force on the railroad tracks nearby. As a result of the investigation, investigators located one loaded 9mm Ruger brand handgun, approximately 12.9 grams of fentanyl pills, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Taquan Brown of Brooklyn, New York, was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of attempted assault in the first degree, reckless endangerment in the first degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree, obstruction of governmental administration in the second degree, resisting arrest, and criminal trespass in the third degree. On January 18th, the Johnson City Police Department arrested Jericho J. Thomas, age 19, for assault in the second degree, petty larceny, and resisting arrests. Thomas is accused of stealing merchandise from a store in the village and fleeing from loss prevention. Johnson City officers responded and located Thomas at a nearby location, encountered him, and attempted to place him under arrest. Thomas began to fight and struggle with the officer during the struggle, caused injuries to the officer's arm and shoulder that required medical treatment. The officer is still recovering, and the injuries may require additional treatment. Thomas was processed and taken to central arraignment, where he was released in compliance with New York State bail reform laws. A search is underway after a small plane disappeared near a New York suburban airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says preliminary information indicates the pilot of the single-engine Beechcraft A-36 reported engine troubles about a mile from the Westchester County Airport around 6.15 p.m. Thursday. The FAA says the plane was flying from New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport to the Cuyahoga County Airport in Richmond Heights, Ohio, with an unknown number of people aboard. Emergency responders are combing woods and a reservoir near the airport. A Florida judge has sanctioned former President Donald Trump and one of his attorneys, ordering them to pay nearly $1 million for filing a bogus lawsuit against Trump's 2016 rival Hillary Clinton. In a scathing decision Thursday, U.S. District Judge Donald Middlebrooks accuses Trump of filing frivolous lawsuits for political purposes in a pattern of abuse of the courts. Middlebrooks had already dismissed the suit Trump filed against Clinton, former top FBI officials and Democratic Party rejecting the former president's claims that they and others conspired to sink his winning presidential campaign by alleging ties to Russia. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow and rain in the forecast this morning. Mostly cloudy with a high near 41 degrees and a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 30 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, snow likely, mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 70% chance of snow. Sunday night, chance of snow, mostly cloudy with a low near 28 degrees, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF for News Breaks First, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Hi, folks. Can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous, too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York. In almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. 
This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Seven forty-three on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. And a lot of stuff coming up in the Binghamton area starting this weekend. A Binghamton Pond Fest. It's actually starting today. The Adult Outdoor Three vs Three Tournament. And there's going to be on Saturday some hockey trivia. The next week, a USA Hockey sanctioned Youth Weekend. And next Saturday, free try hockey for kids. If you have a kid, think they might be interested in hockey, there's a free chance to try. Then the outdoor adult four versus four tournament, February 3rd to 5th. More hockey trivia. And then trail and snowshoe races on February 4th. That sounds interesting. I might have to go out to that one. I might have to ask, like, do you actually have to wear snowshoes during the race? I've never seen anyone try to run in snowshoes before. That's interesting. And then that'll be followed by a fireworks show at 6.30 in the middle of winter, February. So bundle up if you want to go to the fireworks show. I'll go to every fireworks show there is. I love fireworks. We also have the Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival Saturday, March 25th. Moving to the arena this year, tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. Get your tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. And we've teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. A lot of cool stuff coming up in the Binghamton area. It's 745. You're listening to WMBF. Your new career. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on US-11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 28 degrees. Today, showers likely mainly between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Sunday night snow, a low near 31 degrees, 90% chance of snow. 749, you're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 751 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, the Chevy Corvette now has a hybrid variant, but don't worry, the V8 soundtrack remains intact, at least for now. 
The Corvette E-Ray pairs the car's existing V8 with an 80-pound electric motor mounted to the front axle. That means it's the first Corvette that sends power to the front wheels. The Corvette now instantly becomes an all-weather car in ways that it never was before. EV Pulse's Chad Kirshner says it can operate completely silently up to 45 miles per hour, what Chevy calls stealth mode. Or if you want to put that hybrid power towards performance. Makes it a 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds, quoted by GM. The E-Ray likely won't be the last electric electrified Corvette either, as President Biden confirmed over a year ago. Our president hasn't talked about more than once. There is a fully electric Corvette coming. They make the first electric Corvette. I get to drive it. And GM doesn't deny that. My entire Secret Service detail went, oh my God. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. If you... on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Mikhail Bridges scored 28 points. DeAndre Ayton had 24 points and 14 rebounds. And the Phoenix Suns held off the Brooklyn Nets 117-112 on Thursday night. Brooklyn fought back from 20 points down in the fourth quarter to make things tight in the final minute. Kyrie Irving, who scored 21 of his 30 points in the fourth quarter, hit a three-pointer to cut it to 113-110 with 10.9 seconds remaining. After the Suns hit a free throw, Nick Claxton's dunk with 7.4 seconds made it 114-112. But that's as close as the Nets would get to taking the lead. Brooklyn has lost four straight. The Suns snapped a three-game losing streak. New York Knicks center Mitchell Robinson will miss at least three weeks after having surgery to repair a fractured right thumb. The Knicks said Robinson had the procedure Thursday at the hospital for special surgery, a day after he was injured in a 116-105 loss to Washington. Robinson played just nine minutes in the game before leaving with what the Knicks said was a sprain, but they revealed it was a fracture when announcing that he had undergone the surgery and would be reevaluated in three weeks. Isaiah Hartenstein and Jericho Sims are the other centers behind the seven-foot Robinson, who's averaging 7.2 points and 8.9 rebounds per game. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo has passed Brooklyn's Kevin Durant for the All-Star Game voting lead among Eastern Conference players. That puts him on a track to be a captain for the February 19th game in Salt Lake City. And Tedekumbo leads Durant by 130,000 votes among East players. LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers remains the overall voting leader with 6,500,000 votes. If the order doesn't change and Tedekumbo and James will be captains, it would be the third time those players go head-to-head choosing their all-star rosters. Voting continues through Saturday. Some hockey action, Dylan Cozen scored 12 seconds into overtime, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the New York Islanders 3-2. Alex Tuch and Victor Olofsson also scored for Buffalo, which had dropped 5 of 6. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 24 stops. Cozens beat Islanders goalie Ilya Sorokin on a breakaway after Rasmus Dalen's floating pass sprung him for his 15th goal of the season. Brock Nelson and Matt Martin scored for New York, and Sorokin made 42 saves. The Islanders have lost 7 of the past 8 games. Some football news. A family spokesman for DeMar Hamlin tells the Associated Press the Buffalo Bills' safety still faces a long rehabilitation, despite enjoying a remarkable recovery some three weeks after having to be resuscitated on the field during a game in Cincinnati. Jordan Rooney says Hamlin still requires oxygen and is having his heart monitored regularly to ensure there are no setbacks or after-effects. Rooney provided that update to emphasize Hamlin still faces hurdles since being discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center on January 11th and began making regular visits to the Bills facility this week. 
Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati Bengals feel disrespected entering their AFC Divisional Round playoff game at Buffalo on Sunday. And Josh Allen and the Bills feel driven in having overcome a long string of adversity this season. The teams meet three weeks after their regular season game was canceled after Bills safety DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest on the field. The Bengals have won a franchise record nine straight games with their last loss coming on Halloween. The Bills have won eight in a row. And Saquon Barkley recently studied the NFL record book as if he were preparing for a game. The New York Giants running back hopes to run his way to the top of those lists someday as one of the all-time best, but knows he needs to accomplish big things in both the regular season and postseason. The 25-year-old Barkley got his first taste of playoff football in his fifth season with the Giants while helping New York to a 31-24 victory in Minnesota last Sunday. Barkley could add to his growing Giants legacy Saturday night against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Bit of baseball news, catcher Thomas Nito and the New York Mets agreed to a $3.7 million two-year contract. Nito gets $1.6 million and this year and $2.1 million in 2024, and he can earn additional performance bonuses. The agreement supersedes a one-year deal for $1.5 million reached Friday before the scheduled exchange of proposed arbitration salaries. The 28-year-old hit .239 with 15 doubles, 3 homers, and 28 RBIs last season. He is expected to share time behind the plate behind Omar Narvaez, who agreed to a $15 million two-year contract as a free agent. It's a good signing for the Mets to have Thomas Nito on a pretty affordable deal. Obviously does not prevent them from utilizing Francisco Alvarez, the former Binghamton Rumble Pony star and the Mets' overall top prospect as the catcher for the Major League team this year. And some other baseball news, Araldis Chapman. A now former Yankees closer heading to the Royals on a one-year $3.75 million deal, making Yankee fans very happy. Chapman at times struggled with his control, driving Yankee fans a little bit crazy in the bottom of the ninth inning. 759, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Got one more hour to go before my weekend starts and Bob Joseph takes over with Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. ABC News, coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 20th. You're listening to WMBF. The city of Binghamton's newly constructed Court Street Fire Station should be operational before spring. Fire trucks and other department vehicles were observed at the facility this week as the 20,000-square-foot structure is being prepared for use. City firefighters were getting acclimated to how things will work in their future home. The $8.5 million fire station is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just southeast of the city-owned Morabito Stadium. The department moved out of its quarters at City Hall in 2020 because of concerns that the deteriorating garage floor could collapse under the heavy weight of the fire trucks. The temporary fire headquarters operation has been housed in a former car dealership at Court and Carroll Streets. The new fire station has five drive through bays and a bunk area for 11 firefighters. The facility also has a kitchen, dining area, and decontamination room to prevent toxins from spreading throughout the station. City firefighters who have visited the new complex have indicated they're impressed with the facility. 
A Broome County man said work will continue to transform the old Red Robin Diner in Johnson City into a new restaurant. Tamor Khan of the town of Binghamton acquired the property at 268 Main Street last June for $210,000. The small diner building, which had been manufactured in New Jersey, has been a fixture at the corner of Main and Broad Streets for more than six decades. It originally operated on Conklin Avenue in Binghamton before it was moved to the Johnson City site. A large red and blue neon sign that had been part of the diner was removed by an Ohio man last summer. Khan told WMBF News that the effort to renovate the former diner is still in progress. Although some preliminary work was started inside the structure last fall, there's been no activity at the site in recent weeks. Khan said some adjustments have been made to the original design he had envisioned for the future business. Plans previously outlined to Johnson City officials indicated the new eatery would have seating for 24 people. Khan said there's no definite date yet for the opening of the new restaurant. He's revealed the name he intends to use for the business. An Oakdale Mall staple, the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, was forced to leave the Oakdale Commons earlier this week. Anthony Quagliata, owner of AJQ Sports Management and Marketing and founder of the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, received a little more than a month of notice from the Oakdale Commons that the local sports museum would have to relocate. He told WMBF News, they told us December 7th we had to get out by January 31st, and then two days later they told us we had to get out by January 15th, so we really had to scramble, but luckily the county came to our help. Vision's Federal Credit Union is actually storing some of our additional artifacts that we're not able to bring over to the arena. Rogers Trucking assisted us in the moving process, and we had a bunch of really great volunteers, most of them part of our program to begin with, that assisted us with the move. According to Quagliata, some leases in the Oakdale Commons had run out, and they were unofficially paying month-to-month to utilize the space they'd occupied for years. And now the Oakdale Commons has no space for the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. Quagliata is looking for a permanent location for the museum, but for now, many of the displays can be found on the first floor of the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena. On Wednesday, January 18th, members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force attempted to take Taekwon Brown, age 26, who was wanted for a homicide by the New York City Police Department and a violation of New York State parole warrant into custody while he was operating a motor vehicle on Binghamton's east side. Brown fled this stop by driving in the direction of a police officer and across a front lawn of a residence and left the area at a high rate of speed. A short time after, Brown was involved in a motor vehicle accident in the area of Eldridge Street and Brandywine Avenue. The operator of the vehicle Brown collided with called 911 and advised which way Brown fled the accident on foot. A short time later, Brown was taken into custody by members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force on the railroad tracks nearby. As a result of the investigation, investigators located one loaded 9mm Ruger brand handgun, approximately 12.9 grams of fentanyl pills, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Taquan Brown of Brooklyn, New York, was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of attempted assault in the first degree, reckless endangerment in the first degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree, obstruction of governmental administration in the second degree, resisting arrest, and criminal trespass in the third degree. On January 18th, the Johnson City Police Department arrested Jericho J. Thomas, age 19, for assault in the second degree, petty larceny, and resisting arrest. Thomas is accused of stealing merchandise from a store in the village and fleeing from loss prevention. Johnson City officers responded and located Thomas at a nearby location, encountered him, and attempted to place him under arrest. Thomas began to fight and struggle with the officer during the struggle, caused injuries to the officer's arm and shoulder that required medical treatment. 
The officer is still recovering, and the injuries may require additional treatment. Thomas was processed and taken to central arraignment, where he was released in compliance with New York State bail reform laws. A search is underway after a small plane disappeared near a New York suburban airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says preliminary information indicates the pilot of the single-engine Beechcraft A-36 reported engine troubles about a mile from the Westchester County Airport around 6.15 p.m. Thursday. The FAA says the plane was flying from New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport to the Cuyahoga County Airport in Richmond Heights, Ohio, with an unknown number of people aboard. Emergency responders are combing woods and a reservoir near the airport. A Florida judge has sanctioned former President Donald Trump and one of his attorneys, ordering them to pay nearly $1 million for filing a bogus lawsuit against Trump's 2016 rival Hillary Clinton. In a scathing decision Thursday, U.S. District Judge Donald Middlebrooks accuses Trump of filing frivolous lawsuits for political purposes in a pattern of abuse of the courts. Middlebrooks had already dismissed the suit Trump filed against Clinton. Former top FBI officials and Democratic Party rejecting the former president's claims that they and others conspired to sink his winning presidential campaign by alleging ties to Russia. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow and rain in the forecast this morning. Mostly cloudy with a high near 41 degrees and a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 30 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, snow likely, mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 70% chance of snow. Sunday night, chance of snow, mostly cloudy with a low near 28 degrees, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Runners, to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. One hit! Way to go, girl! At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across New York every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. Eight thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on US 11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 28. Today, showers likely mainly between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees, 70% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 30% chance of rain. 
Saturday, cloudy with a high near 34. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 70% chance of rain. Sunday night, snow, a low near 31 degrees, chance of snow 90%. It's 8-14. You're listening to WMBF. Your- Eight seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Mikael Bridges scored 28 points. DeAndre Ayton had 24 points and 14 rebounds. And the Phoenix Suns held off the Brooklyn Nets 117-112 on Thursday night. Brooklyn fought back from 20 points down in the fourth quarter to make things tight in the final minute. Kyrie Irving, who scored 21 of his 30 points in the fourth quarter, hit a three-pointer to cut it to 113-110 with 10.9 seconds remaining. After the Suns hit a free throw, Nick Claxton's dunk with 7.4 seconds made it 114-112. But that's as close as the Nets would get to taking the lead. Brooklyn has lost four straight. The Suns snapped a three-game losing streak. New York Knicks center Mitchell Robinson will miss at least three weeks after having surgery to repair a fractured right thumb. The Knicks said Robinson had the procedure Thursday at the hospital for special surgery, a day after he was injured in a 116-105 loss to Washington. Robinson played just nine minutes in the game before leaving with what the Knicks said was a sprain, but they revealed it was a fracture when announcing that he had undergone the surgery and would be reevaluated in three weeks. Isaiah Hartenstein and Jericho Sims are the other centers behind the seven-foot Robinson, who's averaging 7.2 points and 8.9 rebounds per game. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo has passed Brooklyn's Kevin Durant for the All-Star Game voting lead among Eastern Conference players. That puts him on track to be a captain for the February 19th game in Salt Lake City. And Tedekumbo leads Durant by 130,000 votes among East players. LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers remains the overall voting leader with 6.5 million votes. If the order doesn't change and Tedekumbo and James will be captains, it would be the third time those players go head-to-head choosing their all-star rosters. Voting continues through Saturday. Some hockey action, Dylan Cozen scored 12 seconds into overtime and the Buffalo Sabres beat the New York Islanders 3-2. Alex Tuch and Victor Olofsson also scored for Buffalo, which had dropped 5 of 6. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 24 stops. Cozen beat Islanders goalie Ilya Sorokin on a breakaway after Rasmus Dalen's floating pass sprung him for his 15th goal of the season. Brock Nelson and Matt Martin scored for New York and Sorokin made 42 saves. The Islanders have lost 7 of their past 8 games. A family spokesman for DeMar Hamlin tells the Associated Press the Buffalo Bills' safety still faces a long rehabilitation despite enjoying a remarkable recovery some three weeks after having to be resuscitated on the field during a game in Cincinnati. Jordan Rooney says Hamlin still requires oxygen and is having his heart monitored regularly to ensure there are no setbacks or after-effects. Rooney provided the update to emphasize Hamlin still faces hurdles since being discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center on January 11th and began making regular visits to the Bills facility this week. Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati Bengals feel disrespected entering their AFC Divisional Round playoff game at Buffalo on Sunday. And Josh Allen and the Bills feel driven in having overcome a long string of adversity this season. The teams meet three weeks after their regular season game was canceled after Bills safety DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest on the field. The Bengals have won a franchise record nine straight games with their last loss coming on Halloween. The Bills have won eight in a row. Saquon Barkley recently studied the NFL record book as if he were preparing for a game. 
The New York Giants running back hopes to run his way to the top of those lists someday as one of the all-time best, but knows he needs to accomplish big things in both the regular season and postseason. The 25-year-old Barkley got his first taste of playoff football in his fifth season with the Giants, while helping New York to a 31-24 victory in Minnesota last Sunday. Barkley could add to his growing Giants legacy Saturday night against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Bit of baseball news, catcher Thomas Nito and the New York Mets agreed to a $3.7 million two-year contract. Nito gets $1.6 million this year and $2.1 million in 2024, and he can earn additional performance bonuses. The agreement supersedes a one-year deal for $1.5 million reached Friday before the scheduled exchange of proposed arbitration salaries. The 28-year-old hit .239 with 15 doubles, 3 homers, and 28 RBIs last season. He's expected to share time behind the plate with Omar Narvaez who agreed to a $15 million two-year contract as a free agent. Good deal for the Mets. Doesn't preclude them from using Francisco Alvarez as the backup catcher, should he be ready for that this season. And Araldis Chapman, now formerly the Yankees' closer, is heading to the Royals on a one-year $3.75 million deal. It's 8:22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. With corporate earnings reports and economic data hinting at a slowing economy, investors remain in sell mode. The Dow Jones gave up another 252 points on Thursday to close barely above 33,000. The Standard & Poor's 500 surrendered three-quarters of 1%. The Nasdaq Composite lost 1%. The Treasury Department is jumping through hoops to keep paying the government's bills now that the U.S. has hit its borrowing limit. Social Security recipients, military troops, and others will continue to get their money until at least early June. Capitol Hill lawmakers in the White House have until then to raise or suspend the $31 trillion debt ceiling. T-Mobile says data on 37 million customers, including addresses, phone numbers, and birth dates, has been stolen. The wireless carrier says an unidentified malicious hacker broke into the network in late November, a breach the company just discovered earlier this month. So far, it appears the theft did not include passwords. Jim Ryan, ABC News. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it all the time. What are we going to do if we lose the house? It's time to stop thinking and start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Eight twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You want to start twenty twenty-three on the right foot? Then get to work on your brain. Here's six things to think about for my new book called Twelve Weeks to a Sharper You. One is nutrition. Skip the crash diet and just work on cutting back on sugar and salt. 
one meal at a time. That's it. Two, movement. It's the brain's only proven superfood. Walk more, choose stairs, and get up for two minutes of light activity every hour. Three is downtime. Take breaks during the day for some meditation or deep breathing. Four is sleep. Stop looking at screens a full hour before bed and prepare for a good night. Five is discovery. Ditch the solitary games and pick up a new hobby that involves other people, which brings me to six, connection. We need social connection to thrive. Remember, health is a top-down project. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Your one. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 8.29 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on US 11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 34 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 27 degrees. Today, showers likely, mainly before 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees. Chance of rain, 70%. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Sunday night, snow, a low near 31 degrees, chance of snow 90%. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. Who's... Eight thirty-two on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Many remembering legendary rocker David Crosby, a triple threat singer, songwriter, and guitarist, died Thursday at the age of 81 after a long illness. His CSNY bandmate Graham Nash writing on Instagram that although people focused on the volatility in their relationship, what mattered to them most was the pure joy of the music they created together. Beach Boy Brian Wilson writes on Twitter that he's heartbroken, calling Crosby an unbelievable talent. David Crosby was 81. 
Hard to believe, but Nicolas Cage has never starred in a Western until now. Tell me the names of the men who did this. The Old Way features Cage as a ruthless killer, hell-bent on revenge, with his tween daughter in tow. And he tells us he's also surprised he's never saddled up until now. You're going to pay me to uh, dress the way I like to dress and wear a cowboy hat and homage some of my favorite movie stars? Well, hell yeah, I'm there. My, my stomach grumbles like anyone else's, you know. And happy birthday, Questlove. The band-leading drummer is 52 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News. Hollywood. Overhead door. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 20th. You're listening to WNBF. The city of Binghamton's newly constructed Court Street Fire Station should be operational before spring. Fire trucks and other department vehicles were observed at the facility this week as the 20,000 square foot structure is being prepared for use. City firefighters were getting acclimated to how things will work in their future home. The $8.5 million fire station is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just southeast of the city-owned Morabito Stadium. The department moved out of its quarters at City Hall in 2020 because of concerns that the deteriorating garage floor could collapse under the heavy weight of the fire trucks. The temporary fire headquarters operation has been housed in a former car dealership at Court and Carroll Streets. The new fire station has five drive through bays and a bunk area for 11 firefighters. The facility also has a kitchen, dining area, and decontamination room to prevent toxins from spreading throughout the station. City firefighters who have visited the new complex have indicated they're impressed with the facility. A Broome County man said work will continue to transform the old Red Robin Diner in Johnson City into a new restaurant. Tamor Khan of the town of Binghamton acquired the property at 268 Main Street last June for $210,000. The small diner building, which had been manufactured in New Jersey, has been a fixture at the corner of Main and Broad Streets for more than six decades. It originally operated on Conklin Avenue in Binghamton before it was moved to the Johnson City site. A large red and blue neon sign that had been part of the diner was removed by an Ohio man last summer. Khan told WMBF News that the effort to renovate the former diner is still in progress. Although some preliminary work was started inside the structure last fall, there's been no activity at the site in recent weeks. Khan said some adjustments have been made to the original design he had envisioned for the future business. Plans previously outlined to Johnson City officials indicated the new eatery would have seating for 24 people. Khan said there's no definite date yet for the opening of the new restaurant. He's revealed the name he intends to use for the business. An Oakdale Mall staple, the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, was forced to leave the Oakdale Commons earlier this week. Anthony Quagliata, owner of AJQ Sports Management and Marketing and founder of the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, received a little more than a month of notice from the Oakdale Commons that the local sports museum would have to relocate. He told WMBF News, they told us December 7th we had to get out by January 31st, and then two days later they told us we had to get out by January 15th, so we really had to scramble, but luckily the county came to our help. Vision's Federal Credit Union is actually storing some of our additional artifacts that we're not able to bring over to the arena. Rogers Trucking assisted us in the moving process, and we had a bunch of really great volunteers, most of them part of our program to begin with, that assisted us with the move. According to Quagliata, some leases in the Oakdale Commons had run out, and they were unofficially paying month-to-month to utilize the space they'd occupied for years. And now the Oakdale Commons has no space for the Greater Binghamton Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. Quagliata is looking for a permanent location for the museum, but for now, many of the displays can be found on the first floor of the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena. On Wednesday, January 18th, members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force attempted to take Taekwon Brown, age 26, who was wanted for a homicide by the New York City Police Department and a violation of New York State parole warrant. 
into custody while he was operating a motor vehicle on Binghamton's east side. Brown fled this stop by driving in the direction of a police officer and across a front lawn of a residence and left the area at a high rate of speed. A short time after, Brown was involved in a motor vehicle accident in the area of Eldridge Street and Brandywine Avenue. The operator of the vehicle Brown collided with called 911 and advised which way Brown fled the accident on foot. A short time later, Brown was taken into custody by members of the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force on the railroad tracks nearby. As a result of the investigation, investigators located one loaded 9mm Ruger brand handgun, approximately 12.9 grams of fentanyl pills, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Taquan Brown of Brooklyn, New York, was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of attempted assault in the first degree, reckless endangerment in the first degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree, obstruction of governmental administration in the second degree, resisting arrest, and criminal trespass in the third degree. On January 18th, the Johnson City Police Department arrested Jericho J. Thomas, age 19, for assault in the second degree, petty larceny, and resisting arrests. Thomas is accused of stealing merchandise from a store in the village and fleeing from loss prevention. Johnson City officers responded and located Thomas at a nearby location, encountered him, and attempted to place him under arrest. Thomas began to fight and struggle with the officer during the struggle, caused injuries to the officer's arm and shoulder that required medical treatment. The officer is still recovering, and the injuries may require additional treatment. Thomas was processed and taken to central arraignment, where he was released in compliance with New York State bail reform laws. A search is underway after a small plane disappeared near a New York suburban airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says preliminary information indicates the pilot of the single-engine Beechcraft A36 reported engine troubles about a mile from the Westchester County Airport around 6.15 p.m. Thursday. The FAA says the plane was flying from New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport to the Cuyahoga County Airport in Richmond Heights, Ohio, with an unknown number of people aboard. Emergency responders are combing woods and a reservoir near the airport. A Florida judge has sanctioned former President Donald Trump and one of his attorneys, ordering them to pay nearly $1 million for filing a bogus lawsuit against Trump's 2016 rival Hillary Clinton. In a scathing decision Thursday, U.S. District Judge Donald Middlebrooks accuses Trump of filing frivolous lawsuits for political purposes in a pattern of abuse of the courts. Middlebrooks had already dismissed the suit Trump filed against Clinton, former top FBI officials and Democratic Party rejecting the former president's claims that they and others conspired to sink his winning presidential campaign by alleging ties to Russia. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow and rain in the forecast this morning. Mostly cloudy with a high near 41 degrees and a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 30 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, snow likely, mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 70% chance of snow. Sunday night, chance of snow, mostly cloudy with a low near 28 degrees, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF for News Breaks First, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 
811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Eight forty-three on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, getting ready for an exciting weekend of playoff football. Two New York teams still in the race for the Super Bowl: the Buffalo Bills and New York Giants. Bills are going to be favored at home, I believe by five and a half points. It was five and a half points yesterday against the Cincinnati Bengals. That game's on Sunday, and on Saturday night. The New York Giants are heading to Philadelphia as underdogs, looking to upset their division rival Eagles. That should be an exciting weekend of NFL playoff football. The Bills and Bengals, both very good teams. Very good. The Bills have won eight in a row. The Bengals, nine in a row. As far as the Giants and Eagles go, Jalen Hurts wasn't really a factor in their last game. It was still a close game. The Giants were resting starters a little bit. So I think it's going to be interesting. Giants have a very good defense. Once you get to playoff football, it's the defense. That can really change a game. Maybe force a couple of turnovers from Jalen Hurts in his first real action since getting injured. So we'll see. An exciting weekend. It's 844. You're listening to WMBF. Hey, this is... Forty-seven on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are you, James? Oh, pretty good so far. Excited for the weekend. Absolutely. So, what do you got for us today? Yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about what Broom Tioga Workforce has to offer. Uh, we have several services that are free of charge to people, which include resume building, interviewing techniques, job search strategies, and more. Uh, we have several computers at our center that you can use to do your work search, print out resumes, and apply for jobs. We also have fax machines that you can utilize to help in your work search efforts. You can create your own resume by utilizing our resume builder, Winway, or you can schedule an appointment to meet with one of our counselors who can help you create a resume, help you with your job search strategies, and more. Uh, I actually used Winway when I was on unemployment, and boy, was it a helpful tool for me. Uh, we also have training funds that might be eligible for. These funds can get you up to $3,000 that can be used to fund programs approved by New York State. So we have a lot of resources that are available to people that uh, people may or may not be aware of. Uh, we're open Monday to Friday, 8 to 4 p.m., uh, you can either call us at 778-2136 and sch- schedule an appointment to meet with a counselor, or if you don't want to schedule an appointment, you can walk in 
and we always have a counselor available so that they can meet with you one-on-one -on -one as a walk-in basis as well. Yeah, a lot of free opportunities just sitting there at Broomtag Workforce and a nice little personal touch to say, yeah, I've done this before. I know it works, so you should try it out. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great resource, and uh, we're always here to help anybody that we can. Absolutely. So this is the weekend right now. If you're in Binghamton, you're looking for a job, your kid's looking for a job, your grandkid's looking for a job. Now you have your first step, going to Broomtag Workforce, taking advantage of all the help that they can offer. Absolutely. All right. Well, Preston, thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Yes, you as well. Take care, James. That was Preston from Broomtauga Workforce. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 8.51 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on US-11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 34 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 27. Today, showers likely, mainly before 11 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 40 degrees. Chance of rain 70%. Tonight, chance of rain and snow showers before 8 p.m. Then a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high near 34. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26. And Sunday, rain likely after 1 p.m., mixing with snow after 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 70%. Sunday night, snow, a low near 31 degrees, chance of snow 90%. It's 8.52. You're listening to WMBF. Eight fifty four on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Mikael Bridges scored 28 points. DeAndre Ayton had 24 points and 14 rebounds. And the Phoenix Suns held off the Brooklyn Nets 117-112 on Thursday night. Brooklyn fought back from 20 points down in the fourth quarter to make things tight in the final minute. Kyrie Irving, who scored 21 of his 30 points in the fourth quarter, hit a three-pointer to cut it to 113-110 with 10.9 seconds remaining. After the Suns hit a free throw, Nick Claxton's dunk with 7.4 seconds made it 114-112, but that's as close as the Nets would get to taking the lead. Brooklyn has lost four straight, and the Suns snapped a three-game losing streak. New York Knicks center Mitchell Robinson will miss at least three weeks after having surgery to repair a fractured right thumb. The Knicks said Robinson had the procedure Thursday at the hospital for special surgery, a day after he was injured in a 116-105 loss to Washington. Robinson played just nine minutes in the game before leaving with what the Knicks said was a sprain, but they revealed it was a fracture when announcing that he had undergone the surgery and would be reevaluated in three weeks. Isaiah Hartenstein and Jericho Sims are the other centers behind the seven-foot Robinson, who is averaging 7.2 points and 8.9 rebounds per game. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo has passed Brooklyn's Kevin Durant for the All-Star Game voting lead among Eastern Conference players. That puts him on track to be a captain for the February 19 game in Salt Lake City. And Ted Akumbo leads Durant by 130,000 votes among East players. LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers remains the overall voting leader with 6.5 million votes. 
If the order doesn't change and Tedekumbo and James will be captains, it would be the third time those players go head-to-head choosing their all-star rosters. Voting continues through Saturday. Dylan Cozen scored 12 seconds into overtime, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the New York Islanders 3-2. Alex Tuch and Victor Olofsson also scored for Buffalo, which had dropped 5 of 6. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 24 stops. Cozens beat Islanders goalie Ilya Sorokin on a breakaway after Rasmus Dalen's floating pass sprung him for his 15th goal of the season. Brock Nelson and Matt Martin scored for New York, and Sorokin made 42 saves. The Islanders have lost seven of the past eight games. Some football news. A family spokesman for DeMar Hamlin tells the Associated Press the Buffalo Bills' safety still faces a long rehabilitation. Despite enjoying a remarkable recovery some three weeks after having to be resuscitated on the field during a game in Cincinnati, Jordan Rooney says Hamlin still requires oxygen and is having his heart monitored regularly to ensure there are no setbacks or after effects. Rooney provided the update to emphasize Hamlin still faces hurdles since being discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center on January 11th and began making regular visits to the Bills facility this week. Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati Bengals feel disrespected entering their AFC Divisional Round playoff game at Buffalo on Sunday. Josh Allen and the Bills feel driven in having overcome a long string of adversity this season. The teams meet three weeks after their regular season game was canceled after Bills safety DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest on the field. The Bengals have won a franchise record nine straight games with their last loss coming on Halloween. The Bills have won eight in a row. And Saquon Barkley recently studied the NFL record book as if he were preparing for a game. The New York Giants running back hopes to find his way to the top of those lists someday as one of the all-time best, but he knows he needs to accomplish big things in both the regular season and postseason. The 25-year-old Barkley got his first taste of playoff football in his fifth season with the Giants while helping New York to a 31-24 victory in Minnesota last Sunday. Barkley could add to his growing Giants legacy Saturday night against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Bit of baseball news, catcher Thomas Nito and the New York Mets agreed to a $3.7 million two-year contract. Nito gets $1.6 million and $2.1 million in 2024, and he can earn additional performance bonuses. The agreement supersedes a one-year deal for $1.5 million reached Friday before the scheduled exchange of proposed arbitration salaries. The 28-year-old hit two thirty-nine with 15 doubles, 3 homers, and 28 RBIs last season. He's expected to share time behind the plate behind Omar Narvaez who agreed to a $15 million two-year contract as a free agent. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out the final hour of the week of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Coming up next, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program, ask about whatever you want to ask about. Bob Joseph is simply the facilitator. ABC News, coming up first.